Welcome to episode seven of season nine of the Simplify and Multiply show. And in this episode, I'm going to have a conversation with my favorite Squarespace buddy. That's Kirsten Martin. And we met over a year ago, and I remember reaching out to her and getting connected with all her good things, her newsletter and whatnot. And we're both Circle members, so we're both kind of like insiders. In other words, we are users of Squarespace products. We create Squarespace websites for clients. and But she's like way deeper. Like she's a true insider. I mean, she beta tests what Squarespace is rolling out. She teaches people how to use Squarespace. She's built her whole business on this uh, this whole being an expert in this particular um, tool. And what I love about how she communicates her brand is not just the visual. I mean, it's it's an amazingly beautiful visual brand that she has. So please go check out her stuff. But is how she talks about her life as a solopreneur, running a business, doing what she's doing for her audience. She's very caring about her students, her clients, uh, and her audience. And she shares her experience of, you know, struggle to get things done, to roll out these new things. And she's very much kind of like me, you know, a perfectionist in a way, you know, but not to make that sound negative. It's like she really wants things to be beautiful, done right, complete, and have integrity. And I respect that about her, but she shares about it. She lets you know you know, what she's struggling with and where she's going and what she's doing. And and you feel like you know her. I mean, it was so quick for me to feel like she was a friend without before we even met. (laughs) And so you're going to love this conversation with my friend, Kirsten Martin. If you are a solopreneur and want growing your business to be easier, welcome to the Simplify and Multiply show. Hosted by award-winning creative, business development expert, and tactical coach, Terry Pappy. The Simplify and Multiply show promises to become your practical, tactical, and motivational guide to succeeding as a solopreneur. Hey there, Solo. I'm Terry Pappy, and I created Simplify and Multiply to provide you a place where you can discover how to make your business more profitable. I'm going to do this by helping you remove the complexity from marketing and business development. So if that sounds good to you, listen in. Hey, Kirsten, welcome to the Simplify and Multiply show. How are you doing today? Hi, Terry. I'm great and really looking forward to chatting with you. I know. We're going to have a fun time talking about branding, about Squarespace, about educating and helping solopreneurs really get inspired in how they express who they are through their Squarespace website and their branding. So why don't, for my listener who might not be familiar with you, please just tell us a little bit about yourself, your background and and what it is you're doing in your business, because I am a fan, a huge fan. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so, I'm so glad we met, actually. You know, I know we've had quite a few chats, you know, and uh, so, you know, we met through Squarespace, of course, you know. So I um, I actually have a kind of corporate background and, and, well, I've done all sorts of things in my life. You know, I've had a very colorful career in um, education, in the travel industry. I worked for a long time for an airline and when we moved to the US in uh, 2014, I was in my early 50s, a few things happened and I ended up uh, starting my own business as a Squarespace web designer. And at that point, I'd already been using Squarespace for myself, you know, for blogging for many years. You know, I, I, I was a blogger 
but I was always redesigning my blogs, you know. So, <laughs> so that kind of was my creative outlet, if you want. Yeah. And uh, I just, I just always loved doing it, you know, learning about it. And so, um, yeah, just through, you know, a, a sequence of events, I ended up starting my own business as a web designer in late 2014. Uh, and and then after a couple of years, I started getting into online training. Uh, now, I've, I've done training a lot in my corporate life as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to be a workshop facilitator and, you know, things like that. And so I really enjoy it. And I, yeah, I took someone's course basically um, on, you know, how to do this. And I thought, yeah, I'll give this a go. So I did both for a few years. You know, I did both one-on-one web design and I started offering more and more courses, uh, all Squarespace related. And mm-hmm. eventually, you know, it, it became too much to do it all, you know, because I'm very much a solo entrepreneur. And um, and I pref- I mean, I do get help, you know. I mean, I don't obviously work completely by myself. You know, you, you, do, you need people, you know, to, to help you and support you. Uh, but I still do a lot of things myself as well. And so I decided uh, in 2019 to do an experiment i'm all about experimenting and to stop uh doing the one-on-one work and just focus solely on my courses and i said i'll do it for a year i'll see how it goes it felt kind of scary you know because it's Mm. easier to get like 20 clients than to get hundreds of students you know and i did not have and i still don't have a huge social media following you know i don't have a huge email list and i didn't even have a mailing list when i started offering courses and um but it it paid off you know it really took off and so that's what i've been doing since then you know so i i I teach all things squarespace basically and i'm loving it (laughs) that's awesome and one other thing that i wanted to point out because i wasn't sure you were going to include it or not but i want you to tell the story of the i just have to because it's so cool i'm an analog girl but tell the story of the yuli planner yeah my yuli planner so so I've been using, you see, I, I love using both analog and digital. You know, I very much love technology. You know, I'm all over it. But, you know, maybe because, you know, we also grew up in the analog age, but I just love journals, you know. And, and, and I think there have been studies as well, you know, that when you use a pen and paper, it just, you know, connects to your brain differently. Yes, and absolutely. So I've been using like journals, you know, bullet journaling, that kind of thing for years in my business as well. But it was never quite right. I always needed like one, like two at least, you know, to, to do what I needed it to do. And then I just thought one day, well, why don't I design my own? <laughs> as you do. That's, that's kind of what I always do. I have an idea and I think, well, let's see, let's see how I could do this, you know. So... It was already the end of the year, you know, and uh, I just kind of threw it out a little bit. Hey, would anyone be interested in this? I'm doing this for myself anyway, you know, and I had a few people said, yeah, I would love to see that. And so I sourced a printer, you know, I wanted to make sure it's not printed in China, you know, so it's all uh, produced here in the US. And and within a few weeks, I held my first Yuli planner. and. You know, just designed specifically for entrepreneurs. So it has charts in it for like, you know, these are my blog posts. These are all my newsletters with my opening rates and the number of people I sent them to statistics, you know, for your uh, social media followings and uh, and lots of note space. I always found now it's a weekly planner. 
but I always found I needed more space to write notes during the week. Mm -hmm. So my planner actually has like three notes pages per week. And, nice. uh, and it's been such a game changer. And I, I mean, I, I use it every day, you know, and so I started selling it and it's always sold out. It's always a limited edition um, because, you know, I have to like pay it all up front and then yeah, I, I to get a do my own, my own fulfillment at this point. And, um, and I'm actually, I'm actually waiting for the prototype of the undated version now of the Uli Planner. I'm going to have. So you can always offer version. it, right? Exactly, because nice. people do keep asking. You know, like after I sell out, people still always want one. Or sometimes people like to start in the middle of the year. Hey, or maybe they're just starting their business now. You know, yeah. so they. Uh, so I thought, well, you know, again, it's an experiment. I'm kind of gonna see, you know, how people respond to it, but it will make it easier because now. I can sell it at any time. Yes. You know, and um, so, yeah, so I, I thank you for, for mentioning that. I, I, you know, it's, it's kind of my passion side hustle. I don't make a ton of money with it, you know, and unfortunately, my printer actually just told me they undercharged me <laughs> and, uh, before, you know, so the price has actually gone up quite a lot. And yeah, uh, but I'm still going to do it. You know, it's one of those things. If you don't print thousands, which I don't, you know, yes. then, yeah. you know, the, the, the cost is just a little higher if you want to have it a high quality one, you know. But anyway, mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, so I, I love, you know, I love my analog tools just as much as my digital tools, you know. Well, given, you know, and this is just how I'm responding to the whole pricing thing because I came out of printing, right? So... I, I know cost per thousand and the more you print, the cheaper they are per item. I get all that. But printing isn't expensive and almost like a yeah. luxury anymore because so many people have yeah. opted out of, of print versions of a lot of things. And I'm like you. I'm an analog girl. I love having I've, – I've got like a ton of journals just lying around all over the place. Yeah. And then I have my date book too. And I, I was very close to getting your Yuli and checking it out. And I still may, especially now that you're coming out with an undated version, so I'm, I might give it a test drive. But, you know, the, the journals or planners or whatever you want to label your thing is very personal. It's very personal. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. And, you know, I was very loyal to Franklin planners uh, for years and years and years and years. Yeah. And just Same the last two years. with Leuchtturm. You know, I always used to use the Leuchtturm planners, yeah. Yeah, and, and this past year, I, I tried Moleskine had one that had a lot of room yeah. for notes and stuff. And it just was a, something different. It was a bigger one. Um, but anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. But what I wanted to point out is what you've created is you've solved a bigger problem than just a quote unquote planner. And it's almost it's almost a diminishment of what it is, calling it a planner. So, I mean, I would like double your price and you will probably still sell out because of what it does. It's so? like a really? okay. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Because okay. not only would it make it a little more profitable for you and it wouldn't have to be a labor of love. I mean, you shouldn't have to just barely break even when you're producing something of such huge value. And, yeah. you know, it, it is. It's if you want to have that boutique experience of a physical analog device yeah. that's going to help you stay on top of your business. That's like having a business coach inside a book. And yeah. and that, you know, like it's that's priceless. Right. So, you know, maybe consider in your experiment, you know, increasing the price and just getting that it is such a larger value because it's so highly customized 
and it's based on something that you created and you defined out of what your need was. Well, guess what? Other people have the same exact need. And because you're such a great teacher and creator aesthetically and, you know, just like you think things through, you, you know the process of learning and adapting to something new uh, and all that stuff. And that's what makes what you create so powerful. So um, I just wanted to kind of insert that because, you know, I don't want anybody saying, well, I don't, it's like a labor of, you know, like I barely break even. I'm like, no, 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 please. <laughs> well, you know, I, I actually really appreciate that, you know, because I, I mean, I'm, I'm quite happy to charge what I think my courses are worth and all of that. But yeah, you know, this always has been a passion project, but because they charged me such a reasonable price before, it was okay, you know, so I was always able to make make a bit of money with it. And, um, but you're right, you know, maybe I really need to change my thinking a little about it. Now, I don't want to make it completely unreasonable either, though, you know. Well, of course, and you wouldn't do that anyway. But here's the thing. so much people will pay for a planner, you know. And yeah, and that's fine. And that's yeah. fine. And maybe repositioning it as, you know, your business coach instead yeah. of your planner. Yeah, I like because... that. The business coach. Like, <laughs> yeah, serious. The paper I, I, business coach. I might take that. <laughs> but I feel free. I mean, I'm happy to brainstorm offline with you about, about how we can kind of like adjust that because yeah. it really is more than a planner and you know what's really interesting something I learned not long ago in some training that we have perceptions like when we're presented with the price of something we will accept or object that price because we're always going to compare it to something we're already paying for and so that comparison is where we're shooting ourselves in the foot so if you're presenting something that they're going to automatically compare it to a Franklin plan or a Lindstrom, you know, like any of those other ones, then of course it's going to seem like you're being unfair or ridiculous with your pricing or whatever. But that's where the mistake is. It's like you need to have them have the perception that it's more than that. Yes, it looks like a planner. It smells like a planner. It, you know, you interact with it similar to a planner, but what the value it creates for you everything in one place, everything, you know, recorded the way you want. It's your, you know, you customize this. I mean, there's so many amazing things about it. That's why I was like, I really want to get this thing. <laughs> oh, and and, and, it, and and it has a very loyal fan base, you know. I mean, I have a few people. Mm-hmm. We go through a lot of hoops to, to send the planner to them. Like I have one mm-hmm. customer in South Africa and the mail to wow. South Africa, you can forget. We just go through hoops to get it to her, you know, and... Yeah. Uh, so it does actually have a very loyal fan base. And uh, yeah, you know, and who knows, maybe you can, you know, tie it in with some sort of coaching program, not necessarily that you oh, would deliver will. yourself. But you know, I mean, there's, there's a yeah. lot of things that see, this is what I love about being a solopreneur is we can be so creative. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't have to follow the trends, we don't have to, you know, gimmick up our stuff, we just go with what is really inside our hearts and what we feel is yeah. needed in the marketplace. And this is kind of how my business has evolved and why I love um, the focus I have right now around personal branding and being in a business of you and really discovering what is your 1000%. And that's what I want to talk to you about, because not only and when I introed you uh, just prior to our conversation, this is all about how you show up. So my experience of you, Kirsten, is like... I didn't even need to talk to you. I would have felt like I had you as a friend because you've always been so very forthcoming and honest and real. 
in your newsletter and in the things that you're saying and teaching and, and just even your website, but in particular, your newsletter. And you've in the last year, and, and I'm not talking about COVID necessarily, but you've really changed your business a lot from the standpoint of aligning with Squarespace because you've been a beta tester for their membership uh, you know, add-on that they put on, plus their 7.1 version which I am proud to say I did my first 7.1 about a month ago. Yay. So I'm like, you know, getting used to that whole thing. It was a big, uh, you know, adjustment since I've been using Squarespace since 2008. <laughs> so it was like I've been through five, four, five, six, seven, and, and now 7.1. But um, sorry, listeners, a little shop talk here about Squarespace. <laughs> but uh, what I love is that you shared your journey. You, sh- You know, I could feel your you know, your stress about wanting to get it done for everybody because you care so much about your audience and your students. And it was a little bumpy for you because of all that you were taking on. And you you were sharing how it was, uh, you know, like making you feel a little stressed and like, you know, you just kind of had this because you and I were trying to do a session together on the podcast, like, you know, six months ago, and you were like, I'm so committed to getting this done. So I admire your resolve, but I just love how you share and show up through your communication. So I'd love for you to just tell, tell me more about that and and talk to me about why you had that desire to communicate with your audience that way. Well, I think it probably goes back to the early days. um, Because remember, I said, I've I've been blogging for a long time, you know, so I started blogging in 2005. And, uh, and even before then, I actually used to have a website, uh, which I think I started in 2000. Uh, like just HTML code, you know, I kind of put, put it together myself, you <laughs> know, too, uh, yeah. and with a monthly diary, you know, and I used to be, I used to do online dating a lot. I used to actually have my own online dating website as well. So I was in that world for a few years. Mm-hmm. And so I always would point people back then and said, well, if you want to know more about me, here is my website and here's my monthly updates, you know, and I did that for about four years. And, wow. um, and then in 2005, I discovered blogging and and I, you know, I've forever been on a weight loss journey like so many, you know, mm. and I thought, oh, I'll just blog about that. And that's how I got into the whole blogging world. So it's always been about sharing. I mean, I enjoy writing and I, I mean, I'm a people person, you know, I love people and I love connecting with people. I love relationships, you know, I'm yeah. actually a relationships person and um, I mean, when I was working in sales, you know, I've never been one of those like, you know, um, I don't know, power saleswomen in their little suits. suits and yeah, all me that. too. You know, I've, I've just always <laughs> been, I, I wanted, uh, to be honest, I didn't really care that much about the sales. I just cared about the relationships, you know, and having, meeting nice people and doing like, doing good things for them and, and just, uh, I don't, I don't know, you know. So, so it's always been, you know, the relationships has always been at the center of everything I do. And um, so when I started my own business, you know, to continue sharing, um, you know, that just is something that I had already been doing. And, you know, so I was still blogging and I blogged also about my journey of, you know, uh, I shared things that happened when I was starting out as a business owner, you know, which, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I was a, I was in my early 50s, brand new, like business owner, never even, it wasn't really even the plan to do this, you know, I kind of fell into entrepreneurship, to be honest. And um, 
So I always, for me, I always find it very cathartic. Is that the word? Cathartic, um, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. to, um, you know, to share things. And then when I started my newsletter, you know, I tend to share like more personal things that I wouldn't necessarily want to always, you know, put out on the blog. Yeah. And it took like me an probably, article. you know, a few years, it probably took me a good couple of years to find my rhythm with my newsletter, because in the beginning it was all about, well, you should have a newsletter, right? Because that's what everyone tells you. <laughs> I know, we get in that teaching mode. And, you know, and I was I was blogging as well. And I thought, well, what's the difference between the blog and the newsletter? You know, I, I really wasn't sure. So I thought, well, okay, I'll, I'll start it, you know. And so it was very haphazard in the beginning, actually, my newsletter. And very, un like, sporadic. To be honest, it still is kind of sporadic. I've never had a newsletter sh uh, schedule, for instance. I mean, I just write it when well, I there's feel this I thing called the Yuli planner that actually might help you uh, stay on schedule yes. with you. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> no, I, get I know. It. I know. I, I always start out with very good intentions on it, you know, but then I just get so busy with stuff, you know, that um, but I, I do send one. But up, you're, you know, yeah, like you're still doing it. And months, we're we're know? all just kind of waiting with bated breath. So that's why <laughs> when it hits the inbox, it's like, oh, Kristen has done a newsletter. Yay. I mean, it really helps, actually, that I have more of a format though now you know yeah. to my newsletter so I actually mm -hmm. throughout uh, you know the week when I come across something I collect it actually I actually have a place now um, in my notes app you know where okay these are Squarespace news that I want to share these are community news I want to share and you know so I am actually um, better organized and that helps you know and then I just have to write like the personal piece and um so I definitely, you know, having more of a format and being more organized with it mm -hmm. has definitely helped. And, um, you know, but it took it took some time, you know, to get to get to that place. And uh, and I think that's OK, because like what you said, we I often tell myself, you know what, this is my business. I, yeah. I make the decisions around here. I don't have to ask anyone for permission on wanting to do something if I want to create a planner, I can do that. If I want to, you know, change my courses or, you know, I mean, I just made a very difficult decision, for instance, you know, I closed down one of my courses, mm -hmm. which had been a bestseller, actually, you know, my my um, advanced design course, you know, which um, had a lot of CSS and things like that. And so it was a good course, it sold really well. But I realized, you know, I love using CSS in my designs. But I don't love teaching it. Mm. And, you know, so my, my heart just wasn't in teaching it. And so I made the decision, you know, no, I just want to focus on the Squarespace suite of products. And uh, and this is just not fitting into that. So it was a difficult decision to make, you know, because you ultimately also disappoint people. And that's very hard, you know, to do um, when you, you know, I mean, I love my audience. I love my students. And um but I knew it was the right decision for my business, you know, yeah. and, 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 and that's what I'm learning, you know, I mean, yes, I can make decisions. I'm the own, I'm my own boss, you know, but that doesn't mean that they're always easy decisions. You know, sometimes we still have to make difficult decisions too. Yeah. And what I love about that, and I appreciate you giving that example because it really feeds into the, the season's theme about bravery. And when you're, and this is something that solopreneurs often take for granted is like we are the sole generator of what we do <clears throat> and our income and our business. I mean, everything comes and flows through us. We attract the clients we have. We 
create the ideas for our products and, and how we present ourselves and et cetera. And what I'm noticing in just our conversation is how you always start with yourself, you know, and, and I'm not, you know, implying that you're arrogant or self-serving or selfish by any stretch, but you're the creator and it is your business and it's your DNA. It's your thinking it's your experiences your all the stuff that makes up Kirsten Martin that goes into the the menu that you um, are serving the world and when you see something that doesn't light you up for whatever reason it doesn't matter it's irrelevant it's your reason and if it doesn't feed you if it doesn't feel that it's that it's working that way then then by all means but yes being brave enough to recognize and what you said was this was your best-selling course. It was something that your students wanted, right? So you knew there was an audience there. You had a product. That's like a win-win in any business, right? Oh, my God, I've got my best-selling item. <laughs> and But you're, you know, because of why you got rid of it, you still took those steps. And, yes, it is uncomfortable. And I really think that being courageous and brave and, and honoring self as a solopreneur is critical to your happiness, and, and really enjoying what it is that you're doing in your work. So I just wanted to kind of point that out. Um, and yeah. even when you said that you value relationships, I mean, that's still about you, right? So when you are responding to your audience who are, you know, disappointed they can't get a planner, for example, because you sell out, and then looking at, well, how can I solve this problem? Well, how about doing an undated version, do a larger print run, and, and offer it year round. I mean, that's that's a huge solution, but you're yeah. you're serving your people, but you're doing it because you care about relationships and you wanna be able to yeah. take care of them and serve them. And so that's what I think is so important for solopreneurs to recognize is that that's where it all starts. And our best stuff always comes from when we, we center ourselves and listen to that inner muse and that inner spirit that is calling us forward to do what really makes us happy. Terry will be right back with the rest of the show in just a moment. You know, if you'd like to stop doing what you don't want to do anymore and do more soul connecting work that only you can do, it's time to take action. You know, being more you is not just building a personal brand. It's also not showing everything you're doing every minute of every day to whoever will follow you. What today's more human marketplace wants is the real you. They want what only you can deliver in the unique way you deliver it. So don't sell yourself short. Give your audience the connection and the solutions they're longing for. And here's how. When you sign up for my free Pappy Club journal, every Monday I'll show you how to simplify your marketing, boost your personal brand, and bravely be 1000% you so you can attract your ideal clients and get the engagements you love to deliver. Go to tpappy.com and sign up to get inspiring audio, video, and written content I personally curate just for you. Let's simplify your world and show your 1000%. Sign up at tpappy.com and I'll see you next Monday in the Pappy Club Journal. No, I mean, I, I I completely agree with that, you know, and you've also actually touched on something else, you know, like when you, when you mentioned the undated version of the Yuli Planner, because even with the course that I just mentioned, um, I didn't just leave people dry and high, you know, I actually uh, work with someone else, you know, who is a CSS expert, 
And I, before I even made the decision, I talked to him and I said, would he be willing to take this over? You know, so, wow. uh, so he is actually doing that, you know, he's creating his own thing out of it, you know, but uh, my students will at a very, very generous discount, you know, be able to get his um, uh, course now, which will be so much better than mine, actually, because <laughs> he is so good at what he does. And yeah. uh, it, it will be great. Uh, he already supports my students in my in my group anyway, you know, so he's already my my um, resident CSS. Expert. He's your go to um, me. Yeah. Yeah. And so so I, and I think that is actually important, you know, is, is when you make decisions like this, think about the impact on on your customers, you know, and but also offer them like an alternative solution you know so don't just leave them high and dry oh hey i'm just gonna stop doing this now yeah, and, yeah screw you, know, you bye, you're on your you own <laughs> and uh, see that that is just not i mean i've never been like that you know yeah, because exactly. I, I i i always think about how does this impact other people and you know but while for me, I want to stay in my integrity at the same time, you know. Well, that's and, because one of your core values is relationships. Yeah. But see, that's a statement of how your brand is defined. That's that is your brand is the integrity and relationships and being of, of service to your audience. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I mean, it's uh, and it's funny, you know, saying it like that, because I, I mean, I've probably always been like that, even in my in my corporate career and in any jobs that I've done, mm -hmm. but I've never really had a name for it. And it's only now that we have our online world and even branding. I mean, when I started out, you know, I, I was a web designer and I actually did branding for my customers, you know, but we didn't call it that, you yeah. know, and because I think yeah, we called it a still... logo. <laughs> Here's your yeah, logo. Exactly. Goodbye. Exactly. <laughs> So it's actually interesting that we have um, actually words and expressions now for these mm -hmm. things that in many ways we've always been doing, yeah. you know, and, and but now we can articulate it so much better and as such help other people, you know, understand and learn, you know, what it is they need. Because I think we also, you know, the world has definitely changed and with the Internet and with having online businesses, the way you do business is changing a lot yes very much know? so so we need a different language for that you know mm -hmm. so um yeah so i I'm, I'm, i just find it all very fascinating <laughs> yeah it is it's it's i love the evolution especially the you know what the pandemic has brought about in the way people interact and do business and communicate and i i just think it's you know when when things are relatively done with pandemic world <laughs> it's going to be really interesting to see how the world shows up and what you know choices people are making as a result you know because i i, I noticed this groundswell of of desire for human connection and not just because yes. you know the cloistering of everyone in the bubble and stuff during the pandemic but you know it's like I, they want real and that's why i'm so i feel like i'm really drawn into this world of of the communication of a thousand percent authenticity and vulnerability and uniqueness and and you you know you do you right kind of thing yeah. so speaking of which when you are you know obviously working with students in your programs and putting your programs together even and as you're talking and coaching around aesthetics the branding look or really how they're putting their content together 
What are you doing to advise them around, you know, being themselves and not trying to be a persona that they think their audience is looking for? Because I see so many lookalike people out there that are copying each other. And and I'm like, why? Quite literally, you know, too. Yes, <laughs> you know, there's a yes. Lot of that, of course, there's there. tons of plagiarism. <laughs> and, and yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, well, I mean, I think in one on, on one hand, you know, I think there are two things that play into that, you know, on one hand, you have a platform like Squarespace that offers templates, you know, so, of course, it's very tempting to just take the template, just make minimal changes. And then it basically just looks like everyone else who's doing the same thing, you know, because right. a lot of people don't feel confident, you know, to to really make a lot of changes, for instance, you know. And then there's also the whole the hustle out there, you know, all the, the lifestyle hustlers and all the people who say, oh, look at me and, you know, and what I do and you can do the same as me and then you can have this great life, you know. So there are people who invite you to copy them, basically. And yeah. so I think, you know, with all of that, you know, so, so it's all about, you know, um, to, to still kind of find your own voice in that can be difficult sometimes, you know, because you get so drowned out by the noise out there. And so when it comes to, to design, now I always find, you know, a website is, um, is so much more than just a website. A website is like your online home. It's, um, I, I think I always loved web design because it always helped me to kind of define my place in life at that point. You know, mm -hmm. that's why I was always redesigning when I had life changes. I would go to my website, I would change my about page, I would update it, you know, to add new photos. And and it really was kind of like a companion almost, you know, and, and like a, a, a container uh, that reflects where I am in my life, you know. And this is why I feel for business, you know, it's such a unique op opportunity to create this um, kind of mirror of, of, of your business and of who you are, you know. And how do you do that i mean a lot goes into a website you know you have the imagery of course and these days you actually have a lot of really nice stock photography i know a lot of people struggle with that i used to hate stock photography because it looked like stock photography yeah it was bad uh, it was you know but now <laughs> i think that's really changed you know like yes, with Unsplash, for instance and uh, also getty images you know i mean you can really create a very unique um feel just using stock photos, you know, but mm -hmm. I also encourage people to uh, to use their own photos to show some of their personality and mm -hmm. um, and to I mean, I, I have to I have to admit, I still haven't got haven't done like a proper photo shoot for myself, you know, because I your photos I, are amazing. I, well, by the way, of them, I mean, Photos I take, I'd kind of, well, most of them are actually iPhone photos, to be honest. You know? I know, but you're doing, I mean, the iPhone is a pretty sophisticated device it when is. it comes to photos, yes. especially photos yes. that are rendered in the resolution of a, a yes. website or, yeah. you know, on the phone. Absolutely. They do the job, period, end of story. Yeah. You don't need to get a yeah. DSLR and have all this yeah. lighting and craziness. Exactly. In fact, one of um, my brand shoot expert, Shannon Clare, uh, did my shoot a year and a half ago, and yeah. I, I love what she did. And she did the pro thing. You know, she had the DSLR, a couple different lenses, lenses. We went on sites and did the traditional shoot. But she also, and it, which, you know, she adapted during COVID, she also does virtual brand shoots. And she coaches people to have a friend with their iPhone or a phone with a good lens 
stage and set the framing for the photography oh, and they look that. amazing i'm amazed mm -hmm. that she's able to do that virtually yeah. where she yeah. just gets on and she'll see I've what they're doing and how they do that you know because yeah she's brilliant that. and of course yeah. it's so much more affordable because she's not on site she's not doing yeah. all this post-production and, and all the things that she normally does with her dslr so now as we're coming out of the pandemic she's doing both she's still keeping that a virtual brand shoot available, which makes it a lot easier. You know, she's a new mom, so she's got her baby and, you know, her yeah. daughter and stuff and, and uh, her what family. And yeah, so it's working for her life. And But she's so good. She's got the eye. She has that expertise. And she's done it for so long that yeah. she just parlays her talent into that. And yes, yeah. and that's, this speaks to what you were saying earlier about what technology has afforded us. It's remarkable. Yeah, and so, absolutely. You know, and yeah. And and good photography is definitely worth it, you know. Now I'm mm -hmm. I'm a you know I'm a kind of hobby photographer, or I've, I mean I've been a photographer for a long time. I used to do real estate photography actually, and um, you know, so for me, you know, to use all my own photos is kind of a no-brainer, you know. But you can also, you know, if you talk about infusing like your personality with something, you know, so. I often actually start with a photo, you know, so when I did my last year, I rebranded my my colors, you know, so I always had the cheerful turquoise and like yellow color, you know, when I started, because I love turquoise, that's my favorite color. But I was kind of getting to a point where I thought, no, you know what, I, that doesn't work anymore for me, you know, so what, what am I going to do, you know, I, now I'm all about cozy and warm earthy tones and all that. So I knew I wanted that. But I, when I was looking at my color palette, you know, so I have this old photo, uh, you know, which I took with a with one of the early point point and shoot uh, cameras, you know, so mm -hmm. the quality is pretty crap. Uh, so I can only display it as actually as a small thumbnail on my on my uh, website. I am using it, you know, and it, it's of an alleyway uh, of a market in London, and um, and I love that market, Columbia Road Market. I used to go there religiously for years and decades every Sunday. You know, that was kind of my my artist date. If anyone has nice. ever done Julia Cameron's artist, uh, you know, the artist way book. Mm -hmm. uh, and I didn't know about it back then. You know, I didn't know that that is what I was doing, but. You know, so it was a very special place to me uh, for many years. That was kind of my sanctuary. And um, so I had this photo of this alleyway that I loved, you know. So I basically, you know, it had like this uh, kind of spicy orange color in it. One of the doors in there, one of the wooden doors. So I color matched that using, you know, one of those tools on my uh, browser. And bang, here I had my color, you know, wow. here I had my main color. And, 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 and I can, I still remember when I found that, because I was a little stressed before that, like, oh my gosh, I just can't decide on a, on a color, you know. And, <laughs> it's so subjective, um, yeah. And, and as soon as I did that, and I, and I had this connection to this photo and to this place, everything fell into place. Nice. With my with my redesign, so it's just something very simple like that. So personal, um, though, it's personal to you, exactly. and I think and that opens knows the door about to creativity. This. Nobody knows about it, and nobody needs to know about it. Mm -hmm. You know, this this is something. You know, but I think it just it's, it's just the energy that it then brings to your website, you know, and so I, I feel and, and that's kind of how I've often designed with customers too. you know, I would ask them, give me your photos of things you love, you know, and we'll somehow find a way to infuse that then into your website, you know, so it's almost like like I curate the website and, mm. um, you know, by taking personal things like that, you know, but also the copy, you know, I mean, a lot of people struggle with the copy as well. 
and you know and i think well you know try i mean sometimes you need to get help you know i'm, I'm all for using a, a good copywriter actually you know and or learning i mean there are courses out there too you know learning how to do that and um but but it matters too you know and it doesn't all have to be like sales focused and all that you know i always say like when i teach seo don't worry so much about all the keywords just write it natural just stay yeah. natural you know and really think about your message tell people who you are have an about page have an about page that's actually about you and not about your customer because that some, someone somewhere <laughs> has been teaching that make it all about your customer you know no you know the about page is about you we want to know who you are uh, we want to so that we can connect with you and mm -hmm. and build up the trust you know so you have to give something of yourself you know and um, and that's what you do on your website you know and uh, it's it's almost like you know like like your home you know think literally think about the website like your home you know how do you want to welcome people you know how you know what's your entranceway like and and you know come to the kitchen you know and uh, you know and i'll tell you you know who i am and you can see who i am and you know so it's you know so i think it's a combination of it doesn't actually have to be that complicated i don't think you know i think once you sometimes it helps to have like certain writing prompts you know just you know when you when you start writing your copy uh you know just answer these questions and then you can you know put that on your website and um you know have some personal images you can definitely use stock photography like for banner images for instance I've, i'm a big fan of using nice stock photos um, but also infuse some of your personal photos in there as well just anything that gives people yeah. a good feel for who you are because ultimately people want to work with people you know and um, especially for us who are solo you know business owners it, it it i mean it's funny because i i'm someone i've actually never liked being the center of attention uh i've always been more of a background person and um or you know i'm your friend who goes alongside you you know i'm your colleague i'm your teammate and um so and i'm still not like that i still don't really sometimes i find when i get too much attention it's like oh yeah i don't know it's not a very comfortable place for me you know but at the same time, I also know that I um, absolutely have to allow people to get to know me, you know, if they want to work with me. And um, but by doing it more from the point of view of building relationships, um, it, it's just much more comfortable for me, actually. You know, it's it's personal and um, it's yeah. So, you know, so I, I would never want to like, oh, yes, you know hey, I'm this, you know, and now come and follow me and come and whatever, you know. Um, so, but that's just me, you know. Well, it's it's me too. I'm si I'm just sitting here going, my gosh, you're just like reading right out of my mind because I'm like, you know, <laughs> everything that's like on my site and what I'm about, you know, as far as having not a like a huge social media presence and things like that because I'm just so about being real. But, you know, yeah. I mean, social media does serve its purpose and it is another way for people to get to know the real you. And, and as long Absolutely. as you're doing it right and, you know, as opposed to, uh, you know, trying to showcase yourself well, in, in a certain way. I mean, I think, for instance, Instagram. I mean, I've been using Instagram from the beginning because, you know, I used to be a photographer and I love photography, you know, and I actually still use Instagram 
more or less in that way. I've never really used it for business, you know, so I always actually say to people, if you want to get to know me more, then come to my Instagram because I actually mm -hmm. share my life on there. You know, yeah, I don't, so do I. you know, occasionally there's business stuff on there, you know, but you'll also, you know, my ever ongoing weight loss journey is on there and <laughs> my photography. And lately I've started, uh, you know, playing like doing sketches and drawings uh, on nice. my iPad. You know, that's kind of a new thing that's that cool. I've discovered, you know, so I wow. share my, my stick figures uh, on my Instagram, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And, you know, so and, and yeah, you know, I, I want my feet to, to look nice, but that's because I'm a visual person, you know, yeah. so um, yeah. so it's, it's more from that point of view, you know, that the aesthetic still has to feel right for me. But that's the designer in me, you know, that's not mm -hmm. because I, you know, have a higher purpose of yeah, you yeah, need to do this and that to sell more or to, or to attract more people. I actually am a big believer in. Your audience uh, is, is, is my newsletter, it's my blog, it's my website, it's the things that I control. You know, I don't actually trust social media. I, I would never trust social media <laughs> to carry the bulk of my, my marketing for me, you know, because yeah. Yeah. you're at the mercy of the algorithms, you're at the mercy of, I mean, they can just shut you down. I mean, you yep. hear that, you know. Absolutely. And, so I, so I would just never do that, you know, I mean, if my Instagram went away tomorrow, I'd be very sad because I really like Instagram, um, but it would be okay, you know, because... Yeah, because you um, have all the photos that are there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true, you know, yeah. and so, but I, I've, I've focused a lot more now, you know, on, on building my newsletter, my mailing list, you know, and uh, my, my traffic to my blog and, you know, and, and then, of course, hanging out in communities, in groups mm -hmm. and all that, you know. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's wonderful. You're very smart in focusing on only Squarespace. You, you, you know what I mean? I mean, and, and you teach every aspect that makes anyone using Squarespace successful. And that's why you're on the inner, 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 inner circle. <laughs> <laughs> as far as Squarespace as a company is concerned, well, and they're lucky feel, to have you. you. Know what? They, 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 they really actually sometimes I do feel like they, they should actually pay me, you know, because uh, <laughs> yes, I they do should. so much consultancy for them, actually. But I mean, I also get value out of that, too, though, because I kind of have an ear there. I kind of, you know, get to see things before they become public, you know, so I do actually appreciate that, you know, and well, and you, great, your DNA you know, is in the products, because I know <laughs> that they take what you're giving them as far as feedback, you know, yeah. for being well, not a beta just tester. Me. I mean, there are others like me too, you know, but yeah, yeah but certainly with member areas. I mean, I was mm -hmm. very involved with that. Yeah, and, and still am actually and, um, you know, but, but they're just a great company, you know, yes, I, I really, agree. you know, I mean, like you, you know, I've been using them since well, since version five, and really seen them grow from a website mm -hmm. builder, to now a business hub, I actually call them like, you know, they're my technology partner. And, mm, like you that. know, they're, they're great technology partner for us solo entrepreneurs. And, I do almost everything on my Squarespace website, you know, Me my too. email marketing, Me too. yeah, my membership and my scheduling and, um, you know, obviously my website, my commerce, you know, my Yuli planner, I sell through that. And, um, you know, so, and I really love, I mean, they, you know, they don't always get it right, obviously, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, and they sometimes have problems with the system, but I always know that they have a whole team of engineers who are going to work on this. I never have to worry about this myself, yeah. you know, like, yeah. oh, now and they're domestic too, which I love. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, so. and and you know, so and and they and they really do care. You know, mm -hmm. and. Absolutely. So um, that's why yeah. it's, it's the only platform I develop on. And, you know, my customers love it. You know, the, yeah. the people that I do work with, uh, they yeah. love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. So, Kirsten, it's been a wonderful conversation. Very inspirational. I mean, I feel like I need to get my, <laughs> my photos and start, you know, doing more of my own personal stuff on my site because most of mine's yeah. like my brand shoot and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I just. I just like am so pooch, inspired by what you're doing. Like your pooch, you know? Shout yes, I know. A little tiger. <laughs> I love I love my tiger pictures. But, uh, but it's been delightful, and I'm so glad that you're here and, and you got to spend some time with me and my listener, and, um, and uh, you're so generous. And please, I'm going to invite uh, my listener to please check out KirstenMartin.com and everything she has to offer, and I'll have uh, all her links on the show notes page. So thank you, Kirsten, for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for joining me. You know, being a solo can be incredibly rewarding when you have the right guidance, resources, and community to help drive your business vision. The great news is that's exactly what you'll get with Simplify and Multiply. You've just listened to another episode of the Simplify and Multiply show with Terry Pappy. If you want to get free marketing and business development tips, templates, trainings, and more, head over to simplifyandmultiply.com and sign up. Learn how you can grow your business the easy way. That's simplifyandmultiply.com to join our growing community of amazing, talented solopreneurs out to simplify their business, multiply their income, and make a big impact in the solopreneur economy.